Hello, happy Friday Eve. <laughs> it's not just Friday Eve. It is holiday weekend Friday Eve. Yeah, 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 we are. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, and I thank you all for being here every night from 6 to 7 p.m., whether you're listening in your car on all the 1,925 apps with which you can listen to or also on Facebook Live and streaming there and, and also commenting on Twitter. I just love you guys and just appreciate you so much, and it's always an honor to have you here. And if you got a few minutes to flick those fingers and call in the show, I would sure love to hear from you guys. What do you think about this whole dust-up, how ugly it is getting between uh, the Democrats and the accusations, just the nasty, despicable rhetoric against a president who's already suffered so much under a false uh, investigation meant to destroy him. Or if you want to comment on uh, the American Taliban getting released from prison, or uh, what do you think about uh, $400 million being earmarked, yet to be voted on in humanitarian aid? Have you heard about that and where it's going? Yeah, we're going to talk about that. 888-344-1170. Uh, we've got Jenny Beth Martin from Tea Party Patriots is going to be here to weigh in on the nastiness that's going on with Pelosi and, and uh, what's happening there with uh, the Democrats. And uh, starting to look ahead at the 2020 elections because Don Jr. had some interesting comments. Um, we've got, uh, first time on the Andrea K. Show, we've got uh, Anastasia Bolden. Or maybe it's Anastasia. That's such a gorgeous name. From Pacific Legal Foundation is going to be here. We're going to get into a little bit of business tonight on the Andrea K. Show. Because as we look to 2020, everybody, you know, there's so much uh, moving parts and stuff happening. And so many different issues uh, that we really got to stay focused on the policy differences of what the Democrats, what they're really all about. And what it means for us and what Kamala Harris wants to do. You Californians right now, you think it's bad Right now, in this state, in terms of economics and what's happening in terms of the cost of living and what's happening in terms of trying to run a business and trying to increase your income so that you can continue to afford to live here, let Kamala Harris continue to stay in any position of power, particularly to take over as president, and we're done. we got to talk about that a little bit later. And NPR has issued some guidelines. Yeah, they got some guidelines on words speak for, for abortions. And yeah, remember, NPR is taxpayer funded. So we got all that to cover tonight. Of course, I want to hear from you, 888-344-1170. And the man who's going to keep it all going tonight, who's looking forward to this long weekend. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. Hey, does anyone want Carrot Sticks? Get him out of here. Well, that's the problem is if we move out of California, you know, where will we go? Well, they're making it harder to make that choice. Uh, an, an old buddy of mine, Jim Brown, Posted on Facebook this morning, I think it was a question he was asking, you know, how many people are considering leaving the blue states and going to red? I said, what red states? Part exactly. of Part of the plan, the long range plan has been with immigration, open borders, chain migration, refugee programs, uh, visa, lo- uh, visa lottery programs. All this is meant to, particularly with the open borders and the invasion coming across the border, what is it meant to do ultimately? It's meant to change uh, the, your red state's blue. Permanent voting blocks. That's what we have in, 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 in the state of California. And you can tie it all back. Yeah, there's, I know there's been the environmental insanity in terms of business regulations and all that. But in terms of creating a permanent voting block, in California, it all started with the open border, and it all started with the chain migration and bringing people into this country who couldn't speak the language and couldn't hold a job besides picking strawberries, and so they needed uh, financial help. 
and support. And then because they're here, then they got to bring in every family member here. And then they're all dependent on the on this country. And yeah, they're voting. But even if it's not illegals voting, by the time they've had now, over for decades, by the time they've had these babies who then become American citizens and then they have babies and then they have babies and they're all voting now. So, it, you know, that and that's the problem. And that's why... Texas was so targeted with these caravans. We got to remember, who was behind this invasion? George Soros? How many? We saw videos of organizations down there putting them on buses, giving them money to bring them here. That brings me to, to one of my topics tonight. President Trump has decided he, there was a, he put out a memorandum today saying that he is moving to require those, because there's so many different aspects. We've got the caravans being funded by Soros and others to bring all these people here using children as battering rams, but we've also got the fiancé visa program. We've got the visa lottery program. We've got the people uh, wanting to bring their, who are here legally and they're citizens, so now they want to bring all their other family members from around the world here into this country in the form of, quote, sponsoring legal immigrants. So what's happened is, There was an immigration law, the Welfare Reform Act of 1996, stated that anybody who sponsors uh, an immigrant coming to this country legally are liable for any public benefits that the immigrant sponsor goes on to consume. But that hasn't been enforced. That hasn't been enforced. And 78% of households headed by a non-citizen with no more than a high school education use at least one welfare program. 58% of all households headed by a non-citizen use at least one welfare program. So that's why the Democrats want them here, because they're dependent. And this is, but this is against the law for that. So President Trump, President Trump uh, signed a memorandum basically saying that the that the government wouldn't enforce existing laws that were passed by Congress that were effectively never used. So how is this going to work? Uh, it will require, this policy will require that the states provide the names of any immigrants drawing benefits to federal agencies. Uh, then they're going to pr- uh, send a bill. They're going to they're gonna go to the states, expect them to document who's been using the services, and they're going to send a bill to the sponsor. If the sponsor doesn't pay the bill, a notice is going to be sent to Treasury, and the amount will be withheld from their tax return. Now, I guess if they don't get anything back on their tax return, what I'm hoping then is going to be a lien on their salary. And then I'm hoping that if, if it doesn't go from a lien on their salary, uh, then any property that they have uh, be taken and sold at auction to pay their bill. So that's good news there. Um, what's good, what's uh, not good news is I mentioned to you guys that the Senate's about to vote on $400 million in humanitarian aid. Now, by the way, I meant to start the show tonight. I'm always so thrilled to be here. I meant to start the show tonight with a hat tip and, and prayers of love for everybody in Missouri who's been affected by the tornadoes and the loss. In fact, a friend of mine, her stepdad lost his business uh, that her stepdad and her mom uh, built up over many years. Just absolutely devastating. I don't want to give her name out because that's her private business to share. But uh, thoughts and prayers uh, to people of Missouri uh, there was, uh, I guess, a bill passed today or signed by President Trump of aid for the country for uh, Americans who've suffered under catastrophic from fires, I think, out in California and other you know, disasters. That bill was uh, that uh, relief bill was supposed to include funding for the wall and President Trump didn't get it. Meanwhile, a bipartisan group, including, of course, Marco Rubio and others, I'm disappointed to tell you, including Ted Cruz, John Cornyn, Lindsey Graham, Josh Hawley. And Cory Gardner are about to vote on, it's already passed committee, to vote on giving $400 million of taxpayer money for Venezuela emergency relief 
Democracy Assistance and Development called the Verdad Act. We can't, we can't take care of our own country. We can't get a border wall built up. We can't make sure that we've got housing here for the illegals that have already crossed the border and set them up to make sure that they're not put around this country. We had 400 arrive in San Diego today, but we've got Republicans wanting to send $400 million to Venezuela? $200 million. Let me see exactly where they're supposed to go. Uh, yeah, um, let me see here. $200 million is supposed to go for humanitarian aid, and the rest of it is supposed to go for things to, quote, combat public corruption, narcotics trafficking, and money laundering to address Venezuela's economic reconstruction. What? What? Some of the, some of the money is also supposed to go to other surrounding countries that are going to be accepting Venezuela refugees. Um, I, I would be a little bit on board. $200 million? What in the world are we doing? My heart aches for the Venezuelans that are hunting down dogs in the street to eat. But we've got to be realistic here. First and foremost, they voted for this in that country. And how are they going to go? For, well, let me even backtrack. First of all, how do we even know that any of the money that's being sent down there is going to end up providing any food or any, any humanitarian aid to any of Venezuelans that are there? Because we still have not only Maduro's regime still in power, but we got Cuba and Russia down there. But we're going to write a check for $400 million? Let's start with the fact that we saw this uprising recently. What are the Venezuelan people willing to do for themselves? Because we had, actually, I was at a Republican monthly meeting meeting yesterday, and we talked about this. We talked about the fact that this Guaido guy is not exactly Mr. Free Market Individual Liberty and uh, Capitalist guy. He's also a quasi-socialist. People have to fight for their own freedoms. They gave it up in that country because they were like the Democrats here. I'm not being heartless, but before this country where we have veterans, we're going into Memorial Day weekend. We've got veterans not getting medical care. We've got veterans living on the street. We've got Americans living on the street and going hungry. And we're going to send, we've got an open border where we're bringing in disease, MS-13 gang, gangs. And we're going to send $400 million to another country that's done this to themselves, that still has crooks in power. And we're going we're gonna to do it in the form of nonsense, like narcotics trafficking. There's narcotics trafficking all over the world. What, what are we doing? Combat public corruption? It's insanity. Meanwhile, speaking of our, our own problems here in this country related to immigration, MS-13, two MS-13 teens who came here, one is an unaccompanied minor and one is a, is a family unit back in 2015 under the Obama administration. Remember the whole unaccompanied minor hysteria and all that? They were first arrested... For attempted first-degree murder, attempted second-degree murder, participation in gang activity, conspiracy to commit murder, attempted robbery, and other related charges. And then they were let out. ICE put a detainer on them, and they got let free. And what did they do? They went and murdered a 14-year-old girl and dumped her body. This is what we got going on in our country. And we got Republicans wanting to send $400 million. We can't get Republicans to, to push for a wall. We got Republicans wanting to send $400 million to another country. And then what is what has happened on the heels of this MS-13 gang story? The governor of Washington state has decided to declare Washington a sanctuary state. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to pick up the conversation with uh, Jenny Beth Martin from Tea Party Patriots because we got to talk the insanity going on with uh, Preacher Pelosi, the praying mantis. More Andrea K. Show coming up. 
Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea K here, recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley, is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand a costly, devastating seven year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walters' book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are for students to discover their gifts and talents to excel and be all they can be i'm sure you agree purchase your copy of facing reality in american education today at amazon.com fm 96.1 am 1170 the answer help wanted presents the world's worst boss the one who posts jobs on huge national job sites looking for anyone with a pulse we'll just call him dave oh Lindsay, come in Looks like little Nathan is fitting right into the office. He loves bringing your child to work, Dave. How would he feel about a more long-term position at the company? What do you mean? Well, there's an opening in senior management. I think Nathan would be a perfect fit. He's six? Well, HR wants me to find better candidates than those huge online job sites, and Nathan is local, so what do you say? Uh, Something in accounting, then? He looks like he's got a head for numbers. He's in the first grade. He literally just learned subtraction. Oh, good enough for me. I'll see you both here on Monday, 9 a.m. sharp. But he has school. Our school's overrated. I'm offering on-the-job training. Don't be a Dave. Find your perfect local employee at helpwantedsandiego.com. Local jobs that work. We don't discriminate against people named Dave. Dave is a common name, fun to say, and so we're using it as a catch-all for lackluster bosses everywhere. They post jobs on the big national job boards because they really don't care. Please do not write us to tell us you're a Dave who was insulted by this ad. That would be a real Dave move, Dave. Hi, this is Andrea Kay from Move America Forward. The members of our military stand ready to answer our nation's call. They serve in foreign lands, in tough conditions, ready, willing, and able to fight back those who wish to harm us. They are the true defenders of our freedoms. They serve knowing that they may even give up their lives in service to their nation. And to honor our brave men and women who are serving overseas in our nation's military, take time to remember their sacrifice and thank them by continuing the time-honored tradition of sending care packages. You miss home, you miss America, you miss your family more than anything in the world. And what it means when you get these care packages, it's, it's a hug from home. It's somebody sending you something. Hey, we care about you. We miss you. We hope you're well. Care packages are ready to go. Each care package is hand-packed and individually addressed. They feature gourmet coffee, premier beef jerky, Girl Scout cookies, Oreos, M&M's, Snickers, Skittles, even personal care items. Your tax-deductible donation of $500 sends 20 soldier care packs, $250 sends 10, $100 sends 4, $50 sends 2, and an individual care pack is just $25. And when you call in, dictate a personal greeting. It just means so much when they open that care pack. It brings smiles to their faces and, yes, even tears to their eyes eyes. Call now, toll free, 855-787-6677. That's 855-787-6677. Or give online at theanswersandiego.com. And while they last, 
Each $100 donation earns a $20 gift certificate for Richard Walker's Pancake House with two locations in La Jolla and San Diego. Donate $500 and you and a guest can sit in on one of my upcoming shows here on The Answer San Diego. Call now, toll free, 855-787-6677. That's 855-787-6677. Or give online at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Andrea K. Telling you like it is. All while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you all here with me. There was a little bit of breaking news before we uh, we uh, went live. I guess uh, uh, the news is, is that Attorney General Barr has been given the authority, the powers to declassify anything that he thinks that is important with the FISA warrants, key documents there, as well as instructing FBI and DOJ officials to cooperate. Although we understand that many of the, the uh, crooked weasels are gone, as in McCabe, uh, or I'm not sure if Orr is still around. We know he was demoted. Uh, we know that McCabe is gone, Strzok, Page, all of them are gone, um, which is why the in- Inspector General's investigation really didn't have enough teeth because he can't subpoena those people. So it will be interesting to see what happens going forward. You know, my next guest knows exactly what it's like to be targeted and be have the jackboot of tyranny from a weaponized agency on her throat. It's Jenny Beth Martin, co-founder and president of Tea Party Patriots, and she joins me now to talk about all the happenings of the day in particular how crazy the pastor Pelosi praying mantis is with this whole back and forth with her and President Trump. Hey, Jenny Beth, welcome back to the show. It's so good to be with you, Andrea. Okay, so um, anything that you want to share in terms of uh, before we talk about uh, that, what what is continuing, what started yesterday with President Trump getting up and walking out of this infrastructure meeting, it is now just getting absolutely worse in, in terms of their attempts to go after him. Anything you want to share about this new report about uh, Attorney uh, A.G. Barr declassifying? Yes, I'm so glad to see that the president is um, has given the attorney general the authority to declassify as he sees fit. What I think we're going to find is that there is a different narrative that supports what the president has been saying as these documents become declassified. That's what we have um, heard people who are in Congress who've had access to to the documents, mm-hmm. more access than what we've had. That is what they're indicating. And I think um, that there are people in the Democrat Party who don't want these things to come out and for the American people to actually see how this investigation began. Yeah, and that's absolutely why Nancy Pelosi and all the rest of the Democrats are having a, a, a hissy fit and wanting to uh, bring back every, you know, Mark Meadows, when he heard that Hope Hicks and Donaldson were subpoenaed, tweeted out, you know, what's the purpose of three years and $35 million if you're going to just then try to bring forth back every witness after a case has been closed? And it's because they're trying to divert and uh, continue the, to push a false narrative while Barr is getting to the bottom of it. I don't know if you saw, there was an, an article, I think this is from Washington Examiner by a Jerry Dunleavy. This was an interesting article to me. An ex-FBI lawyer um, who's uh, Tricia Anderson uh, spoke before the Overhouse Judiciary and Oversight Committee back in August of 2018 and laid out uh, the unusual way in which the FISA applications had been signed. I don't just want to see Barr put out all the unredacted. I think it's also important for us to understand how all these crooked, corrupt 
deep state weasels banded together, like we're now finding out that Brennan and Clapper and all the rest of them, including Obama and Lynch, uh, shut off the video feed of the Situation Room. We need to understand how it all went down. This gal, Trisha Anderson, her role actually it was to be in the uh, Senior Executive Service Approver. Uh, of she was the gal in the FBI's National Security Law Branch. It's typically her job to sign off on the FISA warrants in advance. Then it goes up the chain. What happened with the Carter Page, as she describes in interesting, fascinating detail, is that it was all signed by Comey, McCabe, and all the rest of them before it ever got down to her. So she didn't really look into it because she says that was that never happens. She's, of course, assuming that if Comey signs off on it, McCabe and everybody else, as well as Baker... Uh, that they've they've actually vetted it. And so she goes into detail to talk about how general counsel Jim Baker personally reviewed and made edits to the FISA, but then Baker had told the FBI that the dossier, they didn't take it seriously. There's a whole lot of people that are worried today, aren't they, Jenny Beth Martin? I, I think that you're absolutely right. There are a lot of people who are worried, and these the people who are the most worried are the ones who have... Um, been saying very negative things about Attorney General Barr. I think that they're not doing that because they're disappointed in what Mueller, in the way he interpreted Mueller's report, um, and much more concerned about the fact that he's looking and he's investigating the investigators, and they're afraid of what what is going to be found and just how high up this went. Right. I don't see... There's no way. I, I don't see how there is a way that is um, the FBI was playing, um, spying on a presidential campaign that the president, the sitting president of the United States would not have been informed of that. It's just too important a piece of information not to inform the president of. Well, well and we know from text messages, although uh, under Jeff Sessions, at Department of Justice, as well as under Christopher Wray at FBI, that Peter Strzok was allowed to delete text messages between him and Lisa Page, as well as Nellie Orr was allowed to delete emails, and that's absolutely an abomination. But we still know uh, that uh, Obama, in a, in a text me- message exchange, uh, was briefed. We now have, uh, we now have uh, Jim Baker, Jim Comey, uh, this gal from State Department, Kavalek, and uh, and others, all saying that the dossier admitting in various different points of uh, testimony, congressional testimony in their own statements, that the dossier was never verified. And yet now we all know, we, we know that each and every one of those people, at least according to this Trisha Anderson, stamped their name to it that it was verified. Heads need to absolutely need to roll here, and I predict that they will. And that's why I want to get to back to Pelosi. That's why she's behaving the way that she did. I want to play a little clip from you of, of her and get your response. Nancy Pelosi said that it could be an impeachable offense. She doubled down last night, said she's praying for your dad. Watch this. This president is obstructing justice, and he's engaged in a cover-up. And that could be an impeachable offense. Ignoring the uh, subpoenas of Congress was Article 3 of the, of the uh, Nixon impeachment. First of all, she sounds completely deranged. That's not the, there's not a clip of her saying that uh, she was going to pray for him. But for, for her to, to continue, Speaker of the House, to continue to come out and level that kind of lie to the American people. And that was, that was the first part of an interview with Don Jr. And I want to play his response for you in a minute. 
Uh, but how could she think that she can get away with this at this point? It makes me wonder if we can really have confidence in Barr that he's going to do the right thing and expose everybody and, and two tracks, declassify and hold people accountable. If she thinks she can come out and say that kind of crap and get away with it. Well, um, she, President Trump called her out on it and did not let her just get away with it. And I'm very glad. I'm glad that what happened yesterday at the White House happened. When I, I started getting text messages from from different people saying, are you watching President Trump right now? He's giving this impromptu press conference. Mm-hmm. And I turned it on and I just was so I was so glad. And I was thinking we. We voted for someone. We mm. wanted somebody who would fight and who wouldn't just stand by and take what mm-hmm. the the Democrats dish out. And um, when Speaker Pelosi said this was a very, very strange meeting, yes, it was very strange because right before the meeting, you accused him of a crime and started talking about impeachment. And then you think you're going to go into the White House with the president of the United States after just saying you think you might need to be impeached and have a negotiation? Right. Yeah. And and I played some of the clips from his Rose Garden speech afterwards. He laid it all out. 500 search warrants, he said. 19 investigators, all of which were Hillary Clinton donors, people that went to her party the night thinking that she was going to win. That's who went after him. And they got nothing on him. And so for Nancy Pelosi to come out and or or before he goes into a meeting and then she and then she's doubling down on it today. It's absolutely astounding. But I want to shift it a little bit and play that. uh, That was a question for Don Jr. playing Nancy Pelosi. I want you to hear his response because because it it, it talks about Don Jr. response to Nancy Nancy Pelosi saying she's going to pray for him. And then he talks about what he thinks this election's all about. Hang on. Well, listen, I don't think the party of infanticide is exactly praying for anyone. That's not what they do. Uh, we get that. They, it's just a consummate attack on American values, on, on democracy. Honestly, this election, 2020, it's about communism versus freedom. You can choose. That's the great thing about our system, but that's what it is. They want to attack anything that has to do with free markets, anything that has to do with freedom. They need government control because that's all they are. Communism or socialism? Honestly, at this point, it feels like it's going beyond, right? It's just the stepping stones. We've seen this system fail time and time again. No different than Joe Biden saying government's failed you. Meanwhile, he's been doing it for 50 years. It's like socialism's going to work this time. Yeah, he nailed it. First of all, he calls her out the party of infanticide, and she's throwing this praying word out there in such a, a in such a cynical, despicable, low life way that's so manipulative and phony and dishonest and disingenuous. And then he's right on. This is the party that wants to take your freedoms away, and they're tr- first and foremost they're trying to take our our election freedoms away by trying to launch a coup attempt because uh, they because they've got to stop President Trump because look at what he's doing with the economy. He's restoring our freedoms, our individual freedoms. Freedoms, our religious freedoms, our business and free market freedoms, and they got to stop him, right, Jenny Beth? That is exactly right, and he he is expanding freedom. He has expanded freedom, and he continues to do that. And what we watch as he has worked to expand freedom, and his administration has done that, is um, the the government and those in power in the Department of Justice trying to. Um, to control him and over uh, overuse their power and the more power you give them the more that they will take mm-hmm. and that is what's happened with the government and what we're seeing what we've seen with the investigation with Trump it's just out of control 
we've got Democrats who are running for president, radical Democrats who are running for president who are advocating socialist policies. Mm-hmm. We have people in Congress who are, are doing that. And really, it truly is a choice between socialism and freedom. And we have to... I am working to stop socialism and urge every American to choose freedom for our future. Absolutely. And uh, if if you weren't sure about how weaponized this government was and it's all about control, you know, it, it, and it is beyond socialism. It is absolutely communism. It's Marxism. Uh, New York State passed a bill allowing Congress to request Trump's tax returns. Oh, so we're just we're literally at a place to where they are changing the laws for the purpose of being able to destroy somebody personally through the use of, of the government. So we are far down the road of tyranny and far away from our freedoms, and we've got to stop it, and we've got an opportunity. And Trump literally stands uh, between us and tyranny at this point, and that's why they're trying to take him out. Thank you for all you do for the cause of freedom. Jenny Beth Martin, co-founder and president of Tea Party Patriots, and uh, thank you so much for being here tonight. Thank you, Andrea. All right. Now stay tuned because we've got more uh, to discuss here in terms of freedom uh, because that is what the left is all about. Don Jr. is correct. It's all about trying to remove freedoms everywhere that they can. And one way they got to do it is through business. President Trump gave businesses in this country and the free markets more freedom. And you can see the economic result. The left wants to do the opposite. Coming up next is going to be Anastasia Bowden from Pacific Legal Foundation talking about Kamala Harris's plan. Stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. 888-344-1170. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. KCBQ is conducting a test of the emergency alert system. This is only a test. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Good afternoon, friends. Marty Schneider here. Got a question for you. Can you afford another loss in your investment portfolio, just like the one you might have taken back in 2008? Well, hopefully, now that you're a little bit wiser and a little bit older, I'm going to bet the answer is no. Most people nearing retirement cannot take the same kind of risks that they took when they were younger. Now, if you believe this to be your case, I have some really good news for you. There's a strategy that is designed just for people like you and me. In 2008, when the stock market crashed, these clients using this strategy didn't lose one penny and when the market goes up you go up with it and the gains are locked in but when the market goes back down you're guaranteed not to lose it's
It's that simple. If you like that idea, call me for your free consultation. I'll show you how it works. It's eligible for your IRAs, 401k rollers, Roth IRAs, great account. Call me for your free visit, 800-727-PLAN, 800-727-7526. I'm the retirement professor, Marty Schneider, 1-800-727-7526. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-2013. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-2013. 800-444-2013. Summer means high energy cost. This is Dennis Prager, and I have news of a terrific offer that will help lower those high energy bills. For a limited time, Brothers Home Improvement, your local window experts, and Simonton Windows have teamed up for a huge Daylight Max Savings Sale. Get up to $1,000 off on beautiful newly installed Simonton windows with the latest technology in thermal efficiency and maximum daylight. Get 0% interest and no payments for 18 months on approved credit. Act before June 14th and you can get up to an additional $300 rebate from Simonton. For 25 years, Brothers has been installing quality windows with lifetime warranties. Brothers Home Improvement Windows and Doors, a family of nine brothers and sisters always striving for your complete satisfaction for a free estimate go to san diego window experts.com that's san diego window experts.com fm 96.1 am 1170 the answer andrea k the donut queen of san diego it's the andrea k show on the answer san diego Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Uh, before the break, we were talking to Jenny Beth Martin from Tea Party Patriots about how uh, she agrees with Don Jr. He says this 2020 election is really the choice between communism, picurism, if you don't really like the particular version of communism or socialism, if you don't think it exactly matches the Communist Manifesto, uh, the, it's a choice between tyranny, centralized system of power, government control over every aspect of your life or freedom. And here to talk about one particular area. And of course, it's always under the phony guys that are trying to help people. That's always the ruse. Here to talk about uh, Kamala Harris's latest plan to uh, control business and what ultimately is going to, the harm it's going to cause is Anastasia Bowden. I hope I'm saying her name right because it certainly is a beautiful name. DJ Carrotstick says I'm not pronouncing it right. She's from Pacific Legal Foundation and she's here to talk about Kamala Harris's misguided plan for business. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Thanks for having me. Hi, is it Anastasia? It's Anastasia. Anastasia. Oh, that's fabulous. Okay, so um, in spite of how often, and we've talked about it many times on the show, in spite of how much people have worked hard to correct the myth 
that women are only making 75 cents of a dollar compared to men. The left is still pushing that lie. And it's because they want to get control over business. Tell everybody about Kamala Harris's latest plan for that and the, the issues that you see from a legal standpoint. Sure. Not only are they not only the left perpetuating that myth, they're doubling down. So under Kamala's plan, companies would have to be equal pay certified before even doing business in the United States. And the way that they do that is they have to affirmatively show that there's no pay gap. They also have to disclose certain statistics to the public, like how many women there are in leadership positions and uh, what the pay gap is. And in addition to that, they would have to pay 1% of their profits for every 1% pay gap. So Kamala estimates that this is going to be a billion-dollar boon to the government, all under the guise of helping women. Well, it's uh, there's so much wrong with this. First and foremost, this is basically a, a way to unionize businesses without the unions because that's what happens in union shops. Everybody gets paid the same. There's no incentive for achievement. Um, you know, businesses are fined if they don't do certain things. And uh, what this is is this is basically government seizing the means of production. You can you can control well, like them in, in in a sense. That's how I see it. And what always ends up happening? I've got an example. It doesn't even have to be related to to wait. Well, it's kind of in Seattle. How many restaurants went under because of the the minimum wage uh, increases? There was a soda tax in Philadelphia um, that that ended up on four thousand items on the beverage tax. What did happen? The the residents all went out of Philadelphia, and it cost one hundred and fifty to two hundred employee hours per week as people went elsewhere. That's always the end result, Anastasia, when business, when government comes in to control business, isn't it? Absolutely, and I think it begs the question, you know, why is it the government's prerogative to come in and fix what are the consequences of voluntary choices? As you mentioned, the, the pay gap is a myth. Study after study shows that the pay gap results from the voluntary choices of women related to their job choices. So they, you know, they choose jobs that are more flexible, that, that offer more family leave, or that mm-hmm. are less dangerous or more stable. And all of these choices tend to uh, mean that men and women make different amounts. But if you account for those variables, there is no discrimination against women. Um, this is just perpetuating a myth that I don't, I don't think is very empowering to women. You know, this is Campbell's coming out and saying, oh, we need to empower women by doing this. This isn't empowering. This makes women feel victimized when they're not. Well, absolutely. This isn't about women. They don't give a crap about women. I, I know that because I'm called the C-word all day long by liberals because I, I have an opposing viewpoint. The National Organization for Women on the part of the left isn't interested, in the, and the women's, the women's march wasn't interested in having any woman join them who was pro-life. This is about using a lie around women. Their entire identity politics ruse is about exploiting different groups for power, and that's what it is here. And every American, I know that economic segments aren't as sexy as talking about the Mueller investigation or talking about this, you know, topic or maybe, you know, um, but, and people don't, it's not as interesting to them, but this is absolutely important because this is our livelihood. And if you care at all and you're appreciating at all, the economic success and turnaround we have under President Trump has been not just so much about lowering taxation for businesses, it's about easing of regulations. We've got to allow the free market to be free. We cannot allow government, people who have no idea, has Kamala Harris Anastasia, has she ever run a business? I doubt it. Just like Obama never ran a payroll. These people have no idea what it's like to start a business, to grow a business, to run a payroll. They don't know anything at all about it. And even worse, this 1% of these fines 
Those fines, according to Kamala Harris, would help fund family and medical leave. So it's just a big income redistribution scheme. It's just a way to pick the pockets of business owners. Yeah, it's amazing that the government thinks that they know how to run a business better than the business owners. In California here, you know, they have another one of these plans that are purportedly aimed at helping women. And that's there is a mandatory uh, one-woman quota for the board of every public company incorporated in California. And, you know, it's just it's kind of it's, it's disgusting, really, that the government's going to come in and start picking and choosing what is the appropriate distribution of people based on their characteristics like race or gender or you can imagine anything, sexuality or age or weight. I mean, why are they the ones choosing what a board should look like? Right. Uh, companies know better than the government, and it's their prerogative right. to decide. Right, and and there is no such thing, and I've had this argument with friends of mine, there's no such thing as two equal candidates, because I used to, I've done a lot of hiring and firing in my day, and you could bring in two people with identical, two brand new college grads, same school, uh, same, uh, you know, college maybe, you know, where, where they got their degree from, even the same GPA, and they're not going to be two equal people. They're going to be different. They're going to have different interests, different hobbies, different extracurricular activities. They're going to have different personalities. One might fit into the culture of my business and be able to work at, at one might have good interpersonal skills and communication skills and the other one not. And because and what the left is always about is denying the individual. It's always about collectivism without recognizing the, the beauty that makes us all unique and different and that we don't all have the same skill sets. We don't all have think alike. And as employers and as business people who have risked our money, our livelihood, assume all the legal and the financial liabilities and responsibilities for that. We should have a right. I'm for at-will employment. I should be able to fire you just because I don't like, you know, how you behaved on a certain day. Because you know what? If, I, if it's my money that I'm risking, I ought to be able to, to fire you just because I don't like how you showed up dressed for work, in my opinion. Final thoughts, Anastasia. Yeah, I think my final thoughts are that this is the freest female generation in history. We are so lucky to live in a country that, that affords us so many choices and opportunities. And equality is not about making everyone equal. It's not about raw numbers. It's about equal opportunity, and right. we have that. Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better. Uh, Anastasia, I'm struggling to say your name. It's Anastasia Bowden, correct? <laughs> I always say I've been called worse. Yes, yeah. all <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> From Pacific Legal Foundation. Thank you so much for being here. I look forward to having you back. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. All right. All right. So uh, stay tuned. We're going to take a skinny little break. We come back. We got a couple other topics. We got to talk about American Taliban being released. NPR's new uh, words guidelines. Uh, they're controlling speech over at NPR as related to abortion. And then we got a little. We got a little food exclusive segment here. Brought to you by DJ Carrot Sticks and DJ Potato Skins. When we come back, so don't go anywhere. More Andrea K show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. 
Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. FM 96.1. AM 1170. The Answer. Read the latest breaking news, top business analysis, and the funniest political cartoons. <laughs> Register for The Answer San Diego's newsletters. Use keyword newsletter. Stay current on politics, contests, events, and more. Be among the first to know about the latest books from top conservative authors, special signing events, and promotions. Register today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Keyword newsletter. Sponsored by Richard Musio, host of It's Your Business. Sundays at 9 a.m. only on The Answer San Diego. The Answer San Diego has gone interactive. Download our free app to get special offers, deals, and more than just status updates and pictures of cats from your smartphone. Did you hear something that you want to weigh in on? Download the free The Answer app to instantly call or email the station straight from your mobile device. Download our free app today. The Answer San Diego, the best conservative coverage in San Diego. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Hi, it's Mike Gallagher, inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour through the land of Israel in December of 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll learn about the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of one of the most fascinating places on earth. And you'll share experiences that will change how you view the world. Walk the ancient temples steps, touch the western wall, sail on the Sea of Galilee, pray on the Mount of Beatitudes, the list goes on, return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019. Join the Stand with Israel Tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher, happening December 2nd through the 11th, 2019. Learn more today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real natural hair back permanently. They're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts SAVE22 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. You wash it. You cut it. It's your own real, naturally growing hair. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text SAVE22 to 85850. That's S-A-V-E-22 to 85850. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. we got a little food exclusive, a little taste test happening here, and I wonder if I should just save my uh, tasty little... Uh, my tasty little morsels for tomorrow because it's going to be juicy tomorrow. They're going to be releasing the Jesse Smollett files. 
related to his case tomorrow. His criminal case documents are going to be, and let me tell y'all, it's going to be more entertaining than any episode of that dog of a show called Empire. Can't wait to hear that. Um, Everybody is outraged today that the fact that the American Taliban has been released, uh, Johnny Walker Lind. uh, No, it shouldn't have happened. In my mind, uh, we should be handling these matters uh, of uh, these war crimes and these treasonous uh, traitors on the battlefield. And my idea for that is, you know, um, beat him across the face a little bit with you with your gun and then put one between his eyes. And, you know, then we then then the matter's handled. Um, we can't really do that. Maybe we could have brought him to Gitmo. Um, but here's what I wanted to mention on this. And instead of being so focused today about the American Taliban, let's talk about what that what was happening in Afghanistan. What who is the real enemy that we face? What does that represent? Uh, there was an article out today, a blog post from Christine Douglas-Williams, who talks about, did you guys know that right now we're in the month of Ramadan? She's got a great article with some interesting stats Ramadan called Ramadan Rage. 364 dead and 404 injured in two weeks. We don't talk enough in this country. Everybody's talking today about the American Taliban. Let's talk about the threat that we face, the enemy that he represents. And he's still got these terrorist inclinations, according to people. And he's being released into this country? We already have. We have a jihad problem. We don't have a problem so much. with he, He's not the problem. He, he's a representative of the problem and the threat that we face that we're not dealing with in this country. According to this article, Islamic, Islamic terrorists have carried out an estimated 76 attacks in nearly 15 countries since the beginning of Ramadan, killing at least 364 people and injuring 404. Um, the tally includes a total of, um, well, I don't have time to get on all of this, but uh, ISIS, the uh, Taliban was had the most. ISIS closely trailed Afghan, uh, the Afghan Taliban with 23 assaults. We're talking about uh, countries from Afghanistan, Benin, Burkina Faso, Chad, Egypt, Iraq, Pakistan, um, Kenya, Somalia, Libya, Mali, Syria, just all over the world, basically. So um, we got to we got to do more in this country to fight Islamic terror because it's it's continuing to happen and uh, we're literally doing nothing about it. Got to go to the phones real quick. Uh, looks like my buddy Chet's on the line. Hey, Chet, welcome to the Andrea K Show. Hey, Andrea. Hillary Clinton put out a tweet and she said it was disgusting that President Trump might pardon Eddie Gallagher. You know, I, I think what's disgusting is that we actually have somebody that turned his back on the United States of America, and he wasn't executed. He should have been executed, like years. I said. Yeah, I, I think, but see, here's, I want to advance the story because I'm with you there. He, I think he should have been executed. I think he should have been, we need to make, we need to make it possible to execute somebody like that on the battlefield. He was caught doing, why are we bringing somebody back to this country who's been caught Absolutely. on the battlefield fighting against this country and putting him through the court system like he got caught robbing a liquor store. But even more important than that, Chet, and what my point was in going through the Ramadan rage, is that where are we at in terms of fighting the war on terror? We're nowhere. We're nowhere to the point to where we got Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib on Congress. We've got terrorist camps being being discovered around this country. We've got... Uh, Islamist, you know, there's two forms of jihad, one with the sword and one with taking us over from within and trying to transform us into their Sharia uh, system here. And I'm not hearing anybody talking about that today and what we're going to do to stop it. Andrea, you're you're hitting the nail on the head. It's unfortunate that we get caught up in a lot of these discussions with uh, 
with Trump and his taxes or with, uh, you know, Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi. We get lost in the weeds and we don't talk about the these really important topics that are plaguing our nation. Well, why, I'm glad you shows, thank God for shows like yours. That's oh, all well, I can say about that. And yours. But, you know, th- that's a really great point, because while we have the Democrat Party doing things like changing the laws in New York state so that they can try to destroy President Trump by getting his tax going around. They're literally creating laws for the purpose of destroying the free, a freely and fairly elected president of the United States to destroy him and his family. When meanwhile, we've got radical Islamists in our own country trying to destroy us from within. We have an elected official, Chet, as you know, Ilhan Omar, who literally lobbied a court to go easy on ISIS fighters who took up arms against this country. She literally fought for insurance and, and money to go to the families of terrorists in this country. We, gotta, we better wake up because this is a much bigger issue than whether or not American Taliban, the fact that he got released says everything about what we're not doing in the war on terror. Andrea, before I go, it's right here in New York. If you go in upstate New York, it's called Islamaburg, and there is a terrorist training camp right there, and nobody talks about it. It's frightening. Yeah, nobody, nobody's been talking about the fact that, you know, there was the terrorist camp that was found in New Mexico where dead bodies were found. Those people got released on bail, by the way. We just found out that there was in that, that same group of people had a terrorist training camp in Alabama. And who was in the- Alabama? And, and I'll tell and I'll tell you, Andrea. My son, he's a he's a head chef in one of the great uh, one of the great restaurants over there in Alabama, a hundred miles away from that place. My son was right there. Sad. I, it, it 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 is it is scary. It is frightening. It's real scary, because you look at San Bernardino. I really shouldn't have put that food in my mouth when I was talking to Chet, but it was just too hard to resist. We're gonna do our food. We're gonna do our food challenge out tomorrow night show, but it's just too yummy. Wait till you guys hear this. That's why I'm I chewing while I'm talking. But yeah, Chet, we still have, as far as I know, we still have this fiance visa problem, which is what brought that San Bernardino woman here into this country who yeah. shot up. We still You're have. Right. We still have at Fort Hood. Did that was never classified as a terrorist attack. Because they, and and so we still have Americans who lost their lives and their family members who never got the benefits you should get if you've lost a loved one in a terrorist attack. Nobody ever talks about the fact it was a community school up in Portland, I think it was, where some Muslim was asking them before he shot him in the head what religion they were. How about the refugee who drove down the streets in New York City using a truck or did it again in Ohio State or the fat Pulse nightclub? We're just not, we're just waiting, we're sitting back and waiting for the next one to happen. And we're letting them out. Yeah. That's the frightening part. Well, it That's is frightening. frightening we, we've got an opportunity uh, to uh, preserve the country, but we got to wake up. And you know what, All Democrats? Right, Thank you very much for having me on. Thanks for calling in, Chet. Chet's got a great show called Freedom on Deck. Y'all check it out and uh, check him out uh, on their Facebook page. Yeah, we got a lot of work to do. The Democrat, if you're a Democrat and you're listening to me, Call in tomorrow night and help me to understand why you think President Trump is a greater threat to this country than the Islamists who want to destroy us from within, than the Islamists that, that want to cut your head off. And oh, by the way, you know, Ilhan Omar talking today on Congress about uh, the conservative Christians in this country and how we're trying to change the laws or whatever to try to force our way on other people. Oh, no, that's not, that's not the Christians in this country doing that. 
That's the Islamist going around trying to turn school systems into being Sharia compliant, trying to force us to accommodate them and their way in this country. Well, tomorrow we're going to have a Friday Fun Day segment. We are going to do our food segment. We've got a great comedian who's going to be here. We're going to have a lot of fun as we roll into a holiday weekend. Thank you all for being here. Love you all. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks. Thank you, Chet. Thanks to my guest. Peace out. Oh,